This is Roy Peter Clark, author of the book Writing Tools, 50 Essential Strategies for Every Writer. This is the podcast version of tool number 50, Own the Tools of Your Craft. Build a writing workbench to store all your tools. One final step in this process requires you to store all of your tools on the shelves of a metaphorical writer's workbench. I began learning how to do this back in 1983 when Donald Murray, to whom my book is, is dedicated, stood in front of a tiny seminar room in St. Petersburg, Florida, and wrote on a chalkboard a blueprint that forever changed the way I taught and wrote. It was a modest description of how writers worked, five words that revealed the steps authors followed to build any piece of writing. As I remember them now, his words were, idea, collect, focus, draft, clarify. In other words, the writer conceives an idea, collects things to support it, discovers what the work is really about, attempts a first draft, and revises that draft in the quest for greater clarity. How did this simple blueprint change my writing life? Until then, I thought great writing was the work of magicians. Like most readers, I encountered work perfected and published. I'd hold a book in my hand, flip through its pages, feel its weight, admire its design, and stand awestruck at its seeming perfection. This was magic, the work of wizards, people different from you and me. Finished writing may seem magical, but I could now see the method behind the magic. I suddenly saw writing as a series of rational steps, a set of tools, and with the help of Murray's blueprint, I could construct a writer's workbench to store them. Writing teachers at the Pointer Institute have been trying to stock that workbench for more than 25 years now cleaning it, expanding it, reorganizing it, adapting it to various writing and uh, editing tasks. Here then is my annotated version of Don Murray's writing process. It begins with the phrase, sniff around. Before you find a story idea, you kind of get a whiff of something. Journalists call this a nose for news, but all good writers express a form of curiosity a sense that something is going on out there, something that teases your attention, something in the air. You then explore ideas. The writers I admire most are the ones who see their world as a storehouse of story ideas. Writers then collect evidence. I love the wisdom that the best writers write not just with their hands, heads and hearts, but with their feet. They don't sit at home thinking or surfing the web. They leave their houses, offices, and classrooms. They get stuff, they bring it back. The writer finds a focus. What is your essay about? No, what is it really about? Go deeper, get to the heart of the matter, break the shell and extract the nut. Of all the things that you collect, select the best stuff. One great difference stands between between new writers and experienced ones. New writers often dump their research into a story or essay, but experienced writers s 
select material, select their best material based on a sharp focus. The writer must recognize an order. Are you writing a sonnet or an epic? Are you erecting a pup tent or a cathedral, in the words of Strunk and White? What is the scope of your work? What shape is emerging? This does not require a formal outline, but it helps to trace a beginning, middle, and end. Write a draft. Some writers write fast and free, accepting the inevitable imperfection of early drafts, moving toward multiple revisions. Others work with meticulous precision, sentence by sentence, paragraph by paragraph, combining the drafting and revising steps. All writers revise and clarify. Sniff, explore, collect, focus, select, order, draft, revise. Don't think of these as tools. Think of them as tool shelves or tool boxes. A well-organized garage has the gardening tools in one corner, the paint cans and brushes in another, the car repair equipment in another, the laundry helpers in another. In the same way, each of my process words describes a mode of writing and thinking that contains its own tool set. So in my focus box, I keep a set of questions. The reader may ask about the story. In my order box, I have story shapes, such as the chronological narrative. In my revision box, I keep my tools for cutting useless words. A blueprint of the writing process will have many uses over time. Not only will it give you confidence by demystifying the act of writing, not only will it provide you with big boxes into which to store your tool collection, but will also help you diagnose problems in individual stories. It will help you account for your strengths and weaknesses over time, and it will build your critical vocabulary for talking about your craft, a language about language that will lead you to the next level. So there you have them a shiny new set of writing tools and a workbench on which to store them. Use them well to learn, to find your authentic voice, and to see the world with startling intensity as a storehouse of story ideas. Use these tools to become a better student, a better teacher, a better worker, a better parent, a better citizen, a better person. Own these writing tools. They now belong to you. Keep them sharp, share them with others, Add your own, take pride in your craft, join a nation of writers, and never forget to get the name of the dog. The name of my dog is Rex. This is Roy Clark, author of Writing Tools, 50 Essential Strategies for Every Writer.